Good morning and welcome to September 1st edition of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. My name is Ellie Molina. I'll be your hostess today. And we've got an exciting show coming up for those of you who are going to be here with me live. And we're going to be talking about a few things, but we're starting off with your questions answered. So I'm going to devote the first few minutes to answering your questions. And then I'm going to move right into astrological influences that are going to be impacting us from September all the way through to the end of this year. And obviously, this is going to be a very important quarter for us as we head towards the, the elections, which have gained historical magnitude and that we will be speaking about these elections for a long time after. And it's interesting because there's a lot of things that are coinciding with the planetary things that are happening. So it makes us kind of wonder um, what comes first, the egg or, or the chicken. All right. Anyway, so with that being said, my name is Ellie Molina. I'm an intuitive. I'm a psychic. I'm an educator and the creator of the Mind Power Edge and Psy Kids, where children and adults learn to develop more of their intuitive abilities and use their minds in a different manner. And so this morning, I'm going to start immediately with one of the first questions that was asked to me. And it says, this is from CJ out of Washington State. Hi, Ellie. I have been dealing with feeling not loved most of my life. I entered into relationships that didn't pan out and left me more empty. I'm wondering if I'm doomed forever. The relationship I'm in now, I know he loves me, but it isn't what I yearn for. Will I ever have it? Will he be the one to give that to me? He was in the beginning, but now it's been 12 years and I feel like we're roommates. I've already been married three times and don't want another marriage. I just want to feel loved and to love. Am I meant to stay in this relationship and hold out? Thank you so much for your insight. Okay, CJ out of Washington, this is a, an extremely loaded question on many different levels. So we're going to start first by, I'm just going to start first by answering the very first question, uh, which you've posed at the very end. And that is, am I meant to stay in this relationship and hold out? And the answer is you're going to stay in this relationship. You've already been through many relationships and they haven't panned out. And this is, as you say, using your words, and this is the relationship that you are going to grow through. You will grow through this relationship to the point where you will have self-love. And when you have self-love, CJ, then only and then only will you be able to love others Everything always starts from within. You've, if you've been listening to my podcast, then you will have heard me say, as within, so without, as above, so below. And when we talk about as within, so without, we're always referring to what's going on in our mental self-talk and how we feel in our emotional body. 
And that's where we do most of our work. And then as above, so below, that's not necessarily talking about the heavens. That's talking about your thoughts. It is your, it is your thoughts and the energy that is coming to you from your thoughts and the astral body. So as above, so below. So, and then as a man thinketh, so he is. So we're going to start from that right now, CJ. And we're going to take a look at, at the beliefs that you have that you are unlovable. So somewhere in your past, and we're not going to do psychology 101, but this is a place for you to start to look at. You, like many other people, um, are not feeling self-love. And there are many ways to go about learning self-love. The first one is self-awareness, to realize, oh, you know what? I'm really not loving myself. My inner critic is super harsh. I'm probably speaking very unlovingly to myself. And so this need to love yourself and find yourself really to love and embrace who you are will then start to fulfill you and bring you an inner and personal happiness by accepting yourself. The inner personal happiness will then halt the longing to find that inner personal happiness from an outside source. And the more that you then begin to love yourself, the more that you can bring this love to the partnership because your partner in turn sees what's going on and is feeling unloved also. So this is a total reflection. And so if you're not loving yourself, you're not bringing a loving energy to the relationship, then you're looking at the partner your partner, to be the one to provide the happiness for you. It's almost as if, imagine that you that you are enveloped in a, cl in a big cloud and everywhere around you is the cloud. Well, that doesn't mean that the sun is not shining somewhere else. And then if you part your clouds, meaning you part your clouds because you start loving yourself, your clouds will part, you'll get to see the sun. And then the warmth will shine on you from the sun. And lo and behold, you will have that space where you will start to see that your partner will be responding very differently to you, showing you the love that you have for yourself. It will all be mirrored right back. So getting back to your question, do I stay in this relationship? I'm going to say psychically what I'm seeing, yes, stay in this relationship and start to learn how to love yourself. If you have any questions about how to love yourself or where to go, there are ample resources available online. You can always email me. We can always have a conversation about where to start. But the idea of feeling empty and being alone is a conversation that you are having with yourself. It is part of your self-talk. It is looking for that love outside of yourself where you really have to start within. You start with gratitude. You start looking from within. And then you start to see all of that reflected back out to you. And I do see over here, CJ, I see that you're going to have some divine help over here, a lot of divine help to get you to that space of being able to really love yourself, embracing yourself and giving up working with the inner critic. So if you'd like to email me or send me a link uh, or schedule a session, we can talk about that and get that handled probably within a half an hour. And then you won't have to go through the self-talk any longer. Okay. 
Um, I'm seeing a lot of optimism. I'm seeing angels helping you. I'm seeing your partner yearning, really yearning to be in that relationship with you again, because you have changed. And when we, when we change in relationships, we break deals. And so, you know, when we're breaking a deal, we're going to get the response from our partner then and vice versa. Okay. So he's broken a deal, you've broken a deal, and now it's time to get back into self-love and recreate a new deal and a new partnership. All right. I'm intending that that helps. And I do see over here psychically a lot, a lot of love here for this relationship and some personal growth, a lot of personal growth for both of you, which will also have a financial benefit for both of you is what I'm seeing as well. So that's really exciting. Okay. Um, Move. If anybody has a question, I've got a few people on the call. Thank you all for being here. I'm so happy to have you with me. And if you have any questions right now before I move into the second question, please call in. I'm going to give you a moment to do that. So because it takes a few seconds, you can call on in and I will answer your questions. All right. Anybody want to call in? Just hit the call button. I'll let you into the room. Okay. Let's go to question number two over here. All right. Question number two. Hi, Ellie. On August 23rd, my mother had a repair to her fractured femur by a friend of mine, Dr. S. Will she recover and walk again? I have to work with her three times a day for PT. She has the best insurance one can have, and I'm having issues with her Medigap insurance in that I am not able to use all the benefits as the insurance company does not know how it works being a policy years old. Help me find my way through this mess. Okay. Um, okay. We have T over here, TR, thank you. So TR, let's start with the basic question. There's two questions in here and let's start with the insurance first, okay. So in, in regards to the insurance, this is of a very practical nature. You wanna get all your ducks lined up so that you have all your papers available to begin with. Then, you're going to look at changing your mind and yourself, meaning when I say change your mind, you're going to start working on your self-talk over here. So with that being said, you're going to take some affirmations and you're going to start to say to yourself, this is easily getting resolved. I'm getting this money. Uh, and we're not doing just any old babble over here. This is a real serious intent that you're going to have the intention that this money will be given to you, that you're going to get all of this handled easily and effortlessly. So you're going to set, set the intention for this. And you start the intention first before you even get on the phones to start managing this money issue. 
And then what I'm seeing is if you persist, even if they do not know, meaning the parties that you're calling do not know what to do, then you are going to persist until this. With your self-talk, I now have this resolved. They now find the answers easily. This has been very easy. Everyone is willing to help me. I would also suggest that you use some of the Ho'oponopono techniques that um, are available to us for those of you unfamiliar with Ho'oponopono. It is the Hawaiian shamanic prayer that is used to uh, work through an entanglement because we are all entangled with each other, especially when we are doing work with one another. Even by being on this call, you are now quantumly entangled with me. So the prayer is simply, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And this will release any complications and entanglements. So I'm seeing that your money is going to come and it will begin to get easier for you as soon as you start doing this work. Okay, now, as far as mom is concerned, um, you know, to answer this question on the air live like this uh, is a little touchy over here, but I'm going to go for it anyway. There are going to be a number uh, this is here. So here's the danger with this TR. Um, there's always hope and there's always optimism and there's always, we don't want to, we don't want to program anybody. And I am the last person that wants to put ideas into your head right now. However, I'm seeing that this surgery is going to have a longer effect, meaning that this will be a, it's going to start to take a more serious downturn and for, for your mom. So in terms of her being able to walk again, um, it's going to be very, very, very slow if indeed she does start to walk because there's a lot of other things showing up over here. There's the energy of, of frustration. There's the energy of her knowing that she's getting older and that she may no longer want to be here. I'm also picking up a lot of frustration going on here. And the frustration can be in terms of mom. It can be in terms of you, your relationship together. It can be in terms of her health and wanting her to be able to be mobile. I'm getting that it's going to, this is going to be, if indeed, if indeed she does become mobile, this will be a very, very slow process. It looks as if she may decide to leave the planet uh, by the end of 2020. Again, no one can say these things for certain. I surely will not say to you that. I'm seeing her depart by then, but the energy is here that uh, she's going to start. To, uh, I'm seeing her starting to look to, let's call it the heavens, and to engaging in conversations with other people that are not on our planet or um, in human form. I'm also getting that on some level, she's very concerned about leaving you so that she has these fears that if she were to leave you, that you're not going to be okay. Now that is what I'm coming, it's coming through. And as much as you will be very, very upset after her passing, I'm getting though 
that you will be okay. Um, it will be a tremendous loss. So the kind of feel like I'm babbling over here. Um, just what I'm seeing is that I am not seeing a, let's call it like a really great happy recovery that she's going to start walking around on her own or even, even with a walker. It looks as if this is, you know, wheelchair um, confinement and debilitation is what I'm seeing over here, unfortunately. All right. I'm sorry uh, to share this with you. And uh, let's send out some prayers and hope energy so that I will be wrong on this one and um, that your mom will have a rapid and steady healing um, and increase in her health. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Okay. So thank you. Uh, does anybody have any questions right now before I continue on to the next question? Because now's a great time to ask and call in with your questions. We've got 15 minutes left before I start talking about astrological influences that are coming up. Okay, anybody want to call in, have a question? Don't be shy. I'm right here. <laughs> Okay, so I see that oh, there's a number of you that are in, that are in the room right now, and um, I'd love to hear your questions. Okay, all right. In the meantime, um, while you're not calling in, I will continue with the third question that I received over here today, and this is, dear Ellie, I have been working on a novel for the past two years, and I'm feeling I will never get it finished. And if I do, I wonder if there will be an audience for it. Okay, that question is from SR. All right, let's see, SR, let's go take a look. It's a two-part question. All right. So one of the things, let's see, I've been working on a novel for the past two years and feeling that I'll never get it finished. And if I do, will it be published? Okay. All right. So there's a lot of sadness going on over here. And um, what I'm seeing over here is that this novel is bringing up a lot of sadness for you. So you want to start to separate the two things. There's your personal sadness and what you're making it mean. And then there's the story itself. Okay. So one of the things that I'm seeing is the story itself can be highly therapeutic for you as the author if you can se separate these two. That for me is what I'm seeing here is, you know, separate that two. There's you, your personal stuff that's coming up in this writing, and then there's the plot. Okay. Now, if you can move away from your personal stuff and then start to step into writing this, um, even if you were to assume an imaginary role of, you know, self-talking, hey, I am a um, famous author, I'm a successful writer. So if you wanted to start some affirmations like that, one of the things that I'm seeing over here is that you're going to be able to personally step away from the emotional attachment that you have, develop your characters in your novel, and really start to make this novel work and shine through. All right, if you start to work on this diligently, your two years can end up, and we're talking about setting up a structure where you write every single day. And if you were to do this now, you'd be able to hammer out this novel 
by the end of this year. I'm seeing a completion date of February 2021. Now, here's the good news. Um, the good news over here, um, SR, I think it was. Yeah, let me see, SR. The good news over here, SR, is that you do this, you start working on this full, not full time, I'm going to say, you start working on this as much as possible. And I'm getting that you're going to be directed to the publisher that you need to be sent to and that you will get a publishing deal and that this will come through and you'll be able to finish this novel in no time. All right. Um, it will also create major changes in your life. And I'd love to talk to you about those and because it's uh, it's got some... Uh, it's got a, a trajectory over here that's going to take a life of its own. And this is a very exciting project that I'm seeing you working on. And so therefore, I'd love to speak to you a little bit more about that. And if you're interested in scheduling a session, just send me an email at ellie at elliemolina.com. And we'll take a look at this because this novel is really going to be on fire. This is good. This is a great book. Okay. Interested in learning more about it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, does anybody have a question? We've got a number of people that have entered the room. And if anyone has a question, please call in now before I switch to astrological influences that are impacting us in the coming months. Okay. Um, all right. I have a question that was submitted to me and I, okay. And there's a lot of things that are coming up on this question. So I'm going to save this question for next week. I'm sorry, this question was um, from EK out of New York. And the reason why I'm going to save this question, EK, out of New York about the burglaries is because um, I'm getting that there's more, much more to this story than um, is being revealed and that the, well, I guess I'm kind of answering it now. I'm not going to talk about the question right now out loud. So EK, if you're listening to this, the perpetrator is known amongst your community. The perpetrator has an agenda. There's stuff going on that has not been disclosed to you. So you may want to start to dig a little deeper. Everything is not at it, as it appears to be. There are ulterior motives over here. This is a personal thing. This is non, very, very personal, not directed at you, but directed at the some particular persons involved in this. So you want to go back and look over there and find out, uh, get some more details on this for yourself. All right. Cause I'm, I'm going to tell you, this is not what it looks like. It's way, it's got some deeper personal energy attached to it in terms of, I'm going to get you, I'm going to show you, you think so, huh? Okay. All right. So there's anger and there's a little bit of revenge going on and there's a little bit of an F you. I'm going to show you. Okay. All right. So right now I'm going to talk a little bit about astrology and what is coming. And I welcome a lively discussion on this. But first to begin with, uh, today, tonight, depending on where you live in the United States, 
around one o'clock in the morning is going to be the full moon in Pisces. And that will be on the East Coast and obviously to three hours behind if you're then on the West Coast. And this moon, this full moon is going to be very important as a very large cleansing. So we have the opportunity right now to, it's a full moon in Pisces, Mercury will be trying Pluto. Um, Pluto is going, is retrograde. We will have a time right now to start to cleanse out all of the things. You know how we always say, yeah, cleanse what you don't want, cleanse what you don't want, and remove it from your life. Sometimes when we do those cleanses though, it is very different. It has a different energy. This is the time to remove the things that you don't want in your life with all serious intentions. And what I mean by that is if you don't want to have insecurities in your life, if you want to reduce your weight, if you want to, to step out of lack and and relationships and things that are not working the way that you'd like them to work, and you know that you've been sitting with this for a very long time, then this is the time to remove them. And in case you're sitting in a relationship um, the way that CJ is, uh, rather than look to remove the relationship, this is the time to remove the lack of self-love, the lack of not loving yourself. So you want to look more at your internal causes, not just your external things. Oh, I'm going to remove the lack. You know, I want to get rid of the fact that I don't have any money or something like that. Well, that's great. But you want to look at why you don't have money because it's going to get right back down to a belief system. So here's where you want to look at. I now release the belief around lack of money. And then you want to check your beliefs. All right. So it's not going to be the circumstance that necessarily is what you're going to release. You're going to release the mindset and the mind frame and the thoughts that are causing and creating those circumstances. So if you have weight to reduce or you want to stop smoking, you want to look at what is creating the circumstances that have, have you overweight and have you smoking. So, or have you drinking or have you in um, abusive relationships or have you in lack without financial success? Do you want to look at your mental causes? Okay. Perfect day to do this. Um, this is a really great time to start. Okay. Then on Saturday of this month, we have Mercury entering Libra. A lot of attention is going to get put onto fairness and justice. So we're going to start seeing a lot of a lot of causes now coming up that will be again and look at it it's just is it coincidence that this is already happening that we're looking at justice and we're looking at fairness and here we are now with mercury entering libra so this is going to say hey focus on fairness focus on justice let's put our attention and our eyes towards this then a wonderful day to mark on your calendar will be September 9th, where the sun is trying Jupiter, Virgo Capricorn. This is going to be a very fortuitous day during the next few months. You want to do something that will be highly profitable for you. Okay, and then Mars is going to turn retrograde on that day, and it will stay till November 15th, all right? So what that means for us is things are going to slow down a little bit, especially because it's in Aries. It's got this fighting spirit to move forward, move forward to start fighting. It's going to be, let's start 
you know, let's go create some fighting over here. However, one of the biggest things that we are seeing over here with our Pluto going direct is going to be that we are going to want to have, this is very interesting that this is coming. It's almost the planets are calling for law and order. And it's really, really interesting to me that this has now become a slogan. So this to me, okay, again, is it the chicken that came first or the egg or is somebody also paying attention to astrology? Is this just coincidence or synchronicity? One of the biggest things that we can gain from this planetary time right now, though, is that we need to stop as herd mentality, human beings, um, the sheeples, we need to stop looking for our salvation. We're talking about COVID salvation, the economy right now, everything happening to, you know, happening around us in our world. We need to stop looking for salvation through a relationship or through a particular person. We've got to start to pay attention. This salvation is not going to come from a hero or an outside person or some magical being that is going to get dropped into the into our realm from an alien spaceship. This this salvation that we're looking for is going to have to come through our human consciousness and our awareness. We need to get aware. We need to pay attention. We need to see what's going on around us. And then we need to be responsible for our thoughts. We've got to give up giving over our control and our power to other people who we think know better and who we also believe will save us from what's happening. So this mentality of we need a savior, we need someone, we need a hero, we are heroes and we need to step into this, into this. And we as a collective consciousness then are going to be able to change our circumstances and to change what's happening on the planet. Um, so this is what I'm seeing right now. I really do want to remind you, release things that you no longer deem necessary in your life right now and start to pay attention to your own consciousness. Pay attention to your thoughts about, are you looking for someone to save you from this mess? Or are you willing to create your own reality and say, you know what, I'm going to step up. I'm going to look at my circumstances. I'm going to take charge of my life and I'm going to now go create things the way that I want them to be. I will create my successful business despite everything that's going on. I will create a successful relationship despite what's going on, despite the circumstances. Who will I be? And in the process of who you will be and who you are stepping into as a state of being, that is where you will see the biggest changes. You won't have to go look for outside salvation. Okay. I thank you all for being on the call. As always, I'm here to answer your questions, your calls, your comments, send them in. Um, please follow me on Instagram. Uh, yeah, sure. On Instagram, on YouTube, and also right here at Podbean. And if you are looking for a deeper session, so that's something very, very personal to you, email me at ellie at elliemolina.com. Tell them that you are on the call, that you were on the call, and that I will give you a 20% coupon for being here. Okay, um, I've got a caller coming right now, but my podcast is limited to a half an hour. So Neural, Neurly Khan, 
I'm not going to be able to take your call right now today because the podcast ends in 30 minutes. We're over time. So please catch us next week or email me. All right. Thanks, everybody. So grateful that you were here on the call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.